Hello and welcome to the Two Gardeners One Story podcast. My name's Richard Suggett. And my name's Lee Connolly. And in this podcast, we're going to find a piece of gardening news. And get our hands messy and find out what the real story is. Hello and welcome to Two Gardeners and One Story. Well, not and one story, just Two Gardeners One Story with me, Lee Connolly. And me, Richard Suggett. Uh, this is the podcast where we take a story and dissect it uh, and give you our opinion so we can hear your opinion. Oh, I like the way you said that. Our yeah. opinion to hear your opinion. There we go. Episode three. We're coming up with little um, catchphrases now. There we go. We're finding our feet with this. We're, well, we're doing something, that's for sure. Sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how you been? You been all right, mate? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, good. What you been up to? Well, I have been getting some pansies potted up, my winter pansies, Ooh. so that I can add a bit of colour to the garden over the winter months. That's good, mate. Oh, do you know what? I, to be honest with you, I hadn't even thought about that. No? No, I mean, I hadn't thought about bringing colour to the, to the garden. Well, I, I like them. I mean, the flowers are edible as well, so that's why I tend to grow them. Mm, of course they are. You know, all about the edibility. You have to, have to, you have to be able to eat them. Have to be. Do you eat? The question is, do you eat them? I add them to some salads from time to time, and I just want to perk them up a little, add a bit of colour to them. So yeah, they t- they actually taste of anything? No, no, just edible. They just I look mean, nice. Technically, sucks. Anything's edible. Uh, wouldn't say that. I mean, yeah, anything that's not poisonous that is a disclaimer. <laughs> but uh, but please check that you don't right. die from uh, what you eat. That's for, that's a. That's a two gardeners, one story uh, disclaimer right there. <laughs> what about yourself? What have you been up to? I have actually been actually doing some gardening, which you won't believe this, but I uh, we have had uh, around our area wheelie bins for quite a while, and I detest going down the street and seeing wheelie bins up the side of houses or even in the front gardens of houses, right? So I have built a raised bed on wheels, because I have to put it on wheels because we've got a caravan, so we have to get the caravan in and out. So it has to be on wheels. So it's a massive raised bed, though. Um, it's quite heavy, full of soil, um, and we are turning it into a, I'm going to say a wildlife garden because it's probably the easiest, but it's Olive's wildlife garden. So um, we're, we've built the bed. We're now looking for plants, and I want to put a tree in it if I can, um, to put into it. Nice idea. But how big is it? Um, I'd say probably about one and a half metres by one metre. That's pretty big. That's going to weigh a lot with all the soil in it. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried whether the wheels will buckle, but it's too late now. I've got, (laughs) I don't know how much, probably a ton of soil in there. (laughs) I'd be more worried about it rolling into something. Oh, it's so heavy, so you need about two people to push it. Oh, well, that, that... Goes downhill or something into someone's car. That's what I'm thinking. Um, we ain't got many hills. I'm honest with you, we're not got many hills around here. If someone manages to push it to the closest hill, then good on them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I've not wrote my name on it for that very, uh, very <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah, at breaks or something. Yeah, sure, sure. It's not going on nowhere, so don't worry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, is it my week for, our, for the article? It is. It is your it week. It is. 
It is. Well, what do you got for us? Tallies in with what we were just saying in some ways. So this article comes from the Daily Express. Is it still called the Daily Express? It just says the Express, sorry. And they're legally entitled eight gardening laws you might be breaking with fines of £50,000 is the headline. So uh, straight away, it sounds quite uh, scary. Gardens are often described as sanctuaries, although there are a number of laws Britons might be breaking without ever realising it, covering everything from land disputes to nicking fruit. From cutting over hanging branches to blocking sunlight, thousands of Britons could be breaking basic gardening laws due to the lack of knowledge experts have claimed. A spokesperson for GardenBuildingsDirect.com said most of us want to be good Lord-abiding neighbours. But that can be difficult if we don't actually know what the law is. There may be times when it would be within your legal rights to do something, but it could cause tensions with your neighbour. We'd always advise trying to come to a neighbourly solution first, as this is always preferable to having to call the lawyers in. If you brush up on the law as it stands, you might be able to avoid any sort of dispute altogether, which is always the ideal solution. While gardening might seem to be the most innocent of pursuits, there are a few factors which could land you on the wrong side of law. Take a look at some of the garden laws you might not know you're breaking. Trimming overhanging branches. When it comes to trimming overhanging branches, only cut them up to the property line. According to Garden Buildings Direct, you can't lean into your neighbour's garden to do this as this can be considered as trespassing. As well as this, it's important to remember that if a tree is covered by a tree preservation order, you can't cut the branches, so always speak to your neighbour first. Fruit, trees and flowers. While you're still able to cut branches that hang into your garden, these plants, flowers and fruits still belong to your neighbour. The expert said this means that any flowers or fruits on trimmings also belongs to them. Plus, they don't have to rely on your goodwill. They're legally entitled to ask for them back. Please remember not to throw them into your neighbour's garden too, as this could be classed as garden waste fly tipping. Britons could receive a maximum fine of 50000 and or a 12-month prison sentence, according to the pros. Windfalls. Picking up an apple off the ground may seem innocent enough, but did you know that it could cause a dispute with your neighbour? Windfall and fruit technically still belongs to the person who owns a tree. So if your neighbour's windfall ends on your lawn, ask for permission if you want to keep them. Fallen leaves. Trees add structure and beauty to a garden, but did you know that the tree owners are not responsible for sweeping up fallen leaves if they end up in your garden? No matter how many leaves fall, you'll have to tidy these up yourselves, the experts want. Don't get into the trap of thinking that you can just chuck them back over the fence either. You'll have to just add this to your list of gardening jobs. Tree blocking natural light. Under the Rights of Light Act, if a window has received natural light for 20 years or more, neighbours can't block it with a new tree. This may also have implications for trees growths that begin to infringe on your neighbour's light so keep up with the pruning if gardeners did want to prune plant a new tree consider placing it in a new corner of the garden or opting for something smaller fence and boundaries boundary and fence disputes can be tricky to resolve say the experts they explained your house deeds should indicate who owns which fences and who's responsible for boundaries. However, there are no legal responsibility to keep the boundaries well maintained. Unless, of course, your actual deeds outline that. 
The problem is boundaries can move over time and cause disputes later. For a boundary dispute over a legal boundary, Britons may need to contact HM Land Registry for help. Hedges. Speaking of boundaries, if a hedge grows along the boundary between two gardens, both neighbours are responsible for trimming. The gardening pro warned, but if a hedge belonging to a neighbour grows into your garden, remember you can trim it, but you have to return the trimmings. Trampolines and privacy. Who would have thought that where you place your trampoline could cause legal issues? Try to avoid them placing them anywhere where the kids can bounce and see into a neighbour's garden or house, as this would affect, actually affect their right to privacy. And that is how the article ends. Great ending there. Great ending. <laughs> what? It just stops there? Just stops there. Just stops there. <laughs> absolutely. <Have that> name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely that. So, have uh, you broken any of those laws? Well, my friend, uh, last week on the podcast, uh, you took notes. This week, I have been very professional and I've also taken notes um, throughout you talking. In fact, uh, unfortunately, the listener can't actually see this, but I've even done a little picture <laughs> <laughs> to remind me of a story. Uh, <laughs> uh, have I done any of the things? No, because I'm a, a very law-abiding citizen. And um, if I'm honest with you, I, a lot of them things don't are not relevant to my house. But um, but um, the first one you talked about was hanging branches over yeah. your garden. And you can only cut the branches that are hanging over your garden, right? Right. I saw, and this is a story on top of a story, but I saw a story where somebody had a conifer out the, the front of their house. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they had a conifer at the front of their house, right? A massive conifer. It was like, honestly, the size of a house. It was ginormous. And obviously it went over both the driveways. And uh, and the neighbour, it obviously wasn't the neighbours, they cut it almost down the middle, like literally in half, oh, a straight line. line. Like I've never seen such a straight line going down a conifer. And I don't know if that conifer is still about now, but <laughs> it looked ridiculous. I that's remember ex- that. That's extreme, right? It is extreme. It is extreme. And I wonder if there was more to that story where the neighbours didn't get on and, and what have you. But at the same time, I said this with our neighbours, we have to live with each other. We've got to try and get on. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a, uh, I mean, doing that sort of thing is a bit of a... Uh, Petty? Sort of, wow, sort of middle finger up, really, isn't it? It's a bit, without actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my, our neighbour has this climber, and I don't know what it is, but it grows pretty damn big. And it climbs very, very quickly as well. It climbs over our fence, down the side and it runs if i didn't cut it back it will run across our garden as well about halfway across oh, wow yeah you know in the um patio garden that we have you really do see it around the barbecue and stuff it's annoying but i just gotta cut, cut it down every now and then and add it to the well <laughs> i was going about to say add it to the compost but reading that article i meant to ask permission or <laughs> see if they want it back well who even knew that no I know people have said to me that legally you can throw the trimmings back over the fence, which that article says you can't. So I'm you a bit. Can. 
No, it says you can't throw them back over the fence. You legally have to offer them to your neighbour back, oh. or they can ask for them back. But if you throw them over the fence onto your neighbour's garden, that's fly tipping. Oh, I see. Oh, I've got you. But so, I think I've seen this before, right? Again, another story on top of a story where someone had just moved to a new house. And obviously, the next door neighbour's bushes were massive. The house hadn't been moved in for ages. And the new neighbours come along. Considering they're new neighbours, they've just moved in. They cut down all the stuff and dumped it all over the other side and into that the new neighbor, the other neighbour's garden. Stay with me. And it filled their garden full of the bush. Yeah. The chopped up bush. Yeah. That's fly tipping. Yeah, definitely. Not, and also definitely. not a great way to, to meet new neighbours. No, of course not. Of course not. So... Was, and, fall, and fallen leaves? Fallen leaves. Again, I've just swept those up and not really thought anything of that. Makes them... Uh, I tell you what, I don't, we don't get... Because we, again, we don't really get many trees around here, not big trees to drop leaves, apart from my tiny little cherry tree. But I would love to have some big trees that drop leaves because I want to make that like leaf compost stuff. I know it takes ages to put it into... Yeah, I want to make some of that. But oh, we've got no trees around here, so um, just no good. Yeah. But I wouldn't yes. mind it. I wouldn't give it back. Yeah. I mean, when I first moved into this house, we had a sycamore tree, which I produced a load of leaf mold with, but I cut it down because it was getting too big, oh. and I didn't want it. Okay. I kind of regret it in some ways. Yeah, and since then, uh, you, you, the listener, if you're a new listener, you might not know, but since then, the artificial grassed his entire lawn and um, – and- <laughs> No, he didn't, he didn't really. <laughs> uh, we won't get into the artificial grass conversation yet. Not today. Uh, and fen- I'll tell you what, it's, uh, I'm obviously reading my, I really put notes down this time so you can see that I'm, I'm being professional. Fences. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody, I, I can guarantee if I have a conversation with anyone about fences, who owns what? Who knows? Well, the land registry people do, but initially when you move to a place i didn't look to see what fence is mine i don't know there's a rule isn't there there is a rule but i find it's different because i think we were always told it's as you come out of your door it's what's on the right or left but i know our house it's no we've got the right and the rear is off boundary but i think it's the other way around in other people's houses so we have the right you have the right. Or the left, depending on which way you look at the house. The, the, the left if you're at the back, but the right if you're not. If you're coming out your back door. The right. That, yeah, that wouldn't work with your place because you come out onto the at left the hand. side. Yeah. So, yeah, technically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's not, basically it's on the right. Yeah. Um, and it's the same on same side on the front as well mm. of the house. That the... If you come out the front door, the left-hand side, which would be the right on the back, is our boundary as well, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is. See, I got in trouble for this. Um, not in trouble, but luckily at the time, my mate lived next door to me. But so we, and you're going to, I know you're going to disagree with this, but we're going to go with it. I've got a new, our fence was wrecked on the right, which is my responsibility, yeah? Yeah. Got a new fence. Well, obviously, right, in my head, I thought, well, it's my fence. I'll put the good side on 
my side. I bought the fence. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's a rule that you're not supposed to do that. No, no, your neighbours are meant to see the good side. What? Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's a rule or just, and I didn't list that in that eight garden rules. It's something we'll have to. I don't think I'm going to get a fifty thousand pound fine for it, but apparently that is what is supposed to happen, and I just think. That makes zero. I don't know who come up with that. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't understand what difference it makes in some ways. Sort of sick world do we live in? When you can't have the good side of your fence that you've paid for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and tell you what. Go on. If you get a decent fence, it doesn't matter because they're both the same on either side. Well, we've got one of them slatted fences. So, what the other side is obviously the beams going. The overlap. Yeah, well, yeah, that bit. So, uh, but still, good fence, like you know. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he's moved out now, so who cares? No one. No, exactly. He didn't move. Out. I should mention he didn't move out because of the fence. No, he moved out because of the noise you were making in your garden every <laughs> night. <laughs> it was the taxi. It was the taxi. He's like, I can't have this taxi. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and trampolines, man, like trampolines. I didn't know about the privacy issue of trampolines. If anyone actually stuck to that trampoline thing there'd be a lot of fines down our road. I would also say nobody would have a trampoline in their garden because most gardens, unless you've got a big estate, wherever you put a trampoline, you're going to see into your neighbour's garden. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially down our road because we've got such low fences. So everyone, like we've got, unbelievably, from our house going, it doesn't matter what direction, but every single house for about seven houses have got trampolines. Yeah. Now, if it was me, and I think, in fact, after this podcast, I might ring the council about them. I'd get every one of them houses fined for privacy, <laughs> but not me because I was a good citizen who sunk their trampoline into the ground, so you can't see over the fence. So probably I'll probably ring. What is their phone number? I'll probably do that after this. <laughs> so anybody who lives in Colchester and gets this phone call from the council. You know who to blame for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I didn't know, but it makes sense, the privacy thing, I suppose. It does make sense. But again, I think this is pettiness again. You know, most gardens in the UK are not big enough. Okay, I don't see the fascination to have a trampoline myself, but if people want a trampoline, good for them. But most gardens are not big enough to not have a trampoline and not see into your neighbours. We can't even walk down our got most of our gardens and not looking to our neighbours. Yeah. What if you've got a raised patio? You can see into your neighbours as well. It's a bit of a... I think that this, all of these things, like obviously these things must have happened for like to be in a story. They would never make it up, right? So they must have... Someone must have got to find at some point for these things that are in this article, yeah? Yeah. And I think the overriding... Uh, subject that brings them all together is that we move to these places and we always when you're looking for a house to buy you're always looking for nice areas nice neighbours or in my case it was just cheap but <laughs> we, um, <laughs> um, but you're always looking for them and then when you get there you end up like building these like fortresses to keep the neighbours out so you don't have to see them like 
I think this sort of almost could go into a whole other subject of how we interact with our neighbours because throughout lockdown, when we had that thing where we weren't allowed out a few years ago, I don't know if you remember. No, I forgot all about it. We um, we had uh, the best time with our neighbours and we chatted to them loads. I don't see them as much anymore, but everyone's sort of, again, come back into themselves and sort of kept themselves themselves. Although, actually, my new neighbour who moved in since my mate left next door, uh, I do chat to him a lot more. So it's worked in some senses. But generally, I don't know, we miss, we miss it again. We're, we're sort of regressing, perhaps. Mm. But, um, but yeah, maybe that's more of the subject of why we can't just be friendly with our neighbours. And maybe because I'm not in a situation where I've got bad neighbours, I don't get it. But why can't we just be all a bit more considerate? I think considerate is the, the good word. I mean, I like my privacy in my garden, I'll be honest. I like, if I'm in my garden, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be on my own. Partly because one of my neighbours who's two door, store houses down, if I talk to him, I'll be out there for an hour and I can't get away. Yeah, but that's beautiful, mate, right? That could be the only interaction that person has all day, yeah? And if you think yeah. about it, you could go away and you've actually done a re I mean, I know you've wasted, you might feel like you've wasted an hour of your time, but you've actually made that person's day maybe week. I, I, I agree with what you're saying completely there. But at the same point, if I've just got home from work, I'm starving, hungry, you know, I just want to get in and eat. Part of the problem, mate. You're part of the problem. Well, but possibly, possibly. But this is where I feel a back garden. If somebody wants their privacy, I kind of get it. I mean, I wouldn't go to the lengths of complaining about a trampoline or, I mean, my neighbours in there, if they're in their bedroom, they can look into my garden as well. So it's not completely private. But at the same point, I do like a bit of privacy in the garden. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I've got low, low fences, so I don't really know. You know, I garden and I can be... I can chat for a little bit and then I'll just carry on doing my stuff and I feel like it's private anyway. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? I've known no different though as well. So, um, yeah. so you know, it's uh, I suppose it's what you get used to. Now, if you could have one law that you're allowed to make up that applies to the garden, everybody had to obey it. It's a law set by Parliament. What would it be? No noise after 7pm. 7pm, as early as that? Like no, not zero noise, but just limited noise. Okay. Because no, well, no we sort of got no, definitely no lawnmowers after seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Were you, you lawnmowing at seven at night? I tend not to. No, but I banned the wife from using the. Uh, but I usually say eight o'clock. But we don't use the Hoover after that time either. Seven p.m. A bit like being on a holiday camp. Come on, guys, just just bring it down a notch. Do you know what I mean? Like, back to the trampolines. We don't need to be on the trampoline at seven at night. Just yeah. trying to, try to chill. Yeah, curfew. I mean, Basically, I want a law for curfew <laughs> in my town. Another thing that I'll speak to yeah. council about. Fair enough, fair enough. But how would that work with things like hot tubs? Because I'm often in mine after seven o'clock. It's fine, they're quiet. What, when you get the bubbles going and the hoover going... Okay, well, I'm fine. There's an exception for hot tubs. <laughs> right? Okay. That's it. That's the only exception, though. Okay. Okay, fair enough. That's an interesting law. Do you want to hear what law I would have? Not really. 
All right, sod you then. No, no, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have a law that everybody has to have a hole in their fence for hedgehogs to create a hedgehog highway through every single house. Oh, that should be standard in all new builds. I think so. Definitely. Think so. Why is it not? Because people don't think about it. It's not fact, an issue. Why? The the real law should be every fence panel should come with a hole cut in it. Yeah. Uh, that might be a bit excessive because you don't need that many. You only need the odd one. You're not a hedgehog, are you? So, I mean, if you think about it, if I told you you had to walk down your stairs, round your kitchen, through your front room, back up the stairs, through the toilet, just to get to your bedroom. There's a shopping centre like somewhere like that where if you want to cross the road, you have to go to change the bus stops. You have to go in, up, down, across, left, right, back, down, and across. Yeah, but everyone knows you just sort of go straight to the restaurant and... Have a pint. <laughs> pint? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm coming shopping with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. I'm just changing your law to be every fence panel. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. I think... I throw that out to everybody else who's listening. What law would you have for the guard and why? That is a brilliant um that is a brilliant question to get out there actually. Yeah, yeah. If you want to answer that, then get in touch via our social media. You'll find me under the Veg Grower Podcast and you'll find Lee under Skinny Jean. Have we not got an email yet? No, no, no I'm working on it. I'm working okay. on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Skinny Jean Gardener. Just start typing Skinny Jean Gardener and get in contact with me. Remember, all negative uh, comments to Richard, all positive ones to me. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Lee, thank you for joining me as well. I'll see you again next time. Cheerio.